Hi, this is Roger Green, host of the Surfing the National Tsunami podcast. We are offering two conversations from this week's preview of International Nash Day 2021. In this conversation, Donna Cryer discusses plans for International Nash Day 2021, after which Louise Campbell and I begin to ask questions. This is the fourth annual Nash Day, and the scope and breadth of activities is dramatically broader and deeper than in previous years. You'll want to hear about it. It is impossible for me to listen to Donna without having her energy and enthusiasm light me up. I hope you have the same experience. So sit back, listen, enjoy, learn. And when you're done, join the discussion on our LinkedIn and Facebook discussion groups. A global community of fatty liver disease stakeholders comes together to explore the most important challenges in diagnosing, treating, and developing medications for patients with fatty liver diseases. Join hepatology researcher and key opinion leader Dr. Stephen Harrison, liver wellness advocate Louise Campbell, pricing and forecasting guru Roger Green, and this week's guest, Global Liver Institute President and CEO Donna Cryer, to preview International NASH Day, which will be Thursday, June 10th, today on the Surfing the NASH Tsunami podcast. Okay, Donna, why is it special to you? International NASH Day is so special to me because the Global Liver Institute was entrusted with this. As Stephen pointed out, he was a part of this from the beginning. This is our fourth year of International NASH Day, the third year that GLI has been convening it. I made the case, you know, people say, Donna, you don't get to practice law anymore. And sometimes not only am I an advocate, but I do use those legal skills. And I I made the case for why International NASH Day should belong to the patient advocacy community, that we could and should be the hub around on which the entire community and all the stakeholders coalesce to move this day forward as a neutral platform. So there was a lot of pressure to make sure that we brought that to life, that we delivered on that. And so the fact that it was entrusted to us and it has grown year over year and that my vision for it and my promise for it has come to pass is why it is so special to me. And I, I really do think of it as very sacred trust on behalf of the entire global NASH community. So tell us about what's going to make 2021 even more special than 2020. I am so excited about this. I thought last year when we pivoted very quickly to make this a virtual event that it was special. And that allowed us to connect with so many clinicians and patient organizations and countries we hadn't reached yet at that point. And so this year is bigger and better. We have a more interactive conference platform for people to not only view the panels on, but to be able to engage with each other during the course of the day. We have an unprecedented number of medical societies endorsing International NASH Day. I am just humbled and honored by that, that ASLD endorsed this. Big thank you to uh, Dr. Thomas Berg and the whole EASL governing board for endorsing us in this event. But we have 14 medical societies and counting (laughs) at the time of this recording from all over the world who have come together to say this is our day collectively as a community and that this content that the Global Liver Institute has put together is what we are all rallying behind and that ability to unite the Nash community and talk with one voice, many perspectives, which is exciting across eight different panels, 30 speakers and things, many perspectives, um, which make the panels that I hope everybody will listen to really 
interesting, but but one voice and one united mission to make NASH the center of the global public health conversation. So we have eight panels with 30 panelists in five languages. So we'll have interpreters. It'll be in English, but then interpreters in Spanish, French, Mandarin, and Hindi. And as we grow bigger, we can add more languages, more interpretations. And, you know, this podcast actually helped me with that. Talking to thought leaders who were like, I, I need information in Turkish about how to talk to my patients about NASH and clinical trials. I'm like, okay, Turkish. Our materials are in 14 languages. Our NASH brochures and materials, but then all of the panels and things will be interpreted in the five languages. We will have, for the first time, a video from the perspective of five major medical societies talking about why International NASH Day and NASH itself and NASH patients are important. And we have a video, a statement from the World Health Organization. I think that's something that all of us across the community have been asking for, that WHO recognize NASH. And so to have achieved that on behalf of the community is so exciting. And then there'll be a meet the CEO things and a meet our NASH director. If you want to talk to me, that'll be great. And I'm really excited about our first virtual culinary event. So we have a chef, Daniel Thomas, who is just fantastic. He's been a chef to the stars and to the senators, the baseball team um, senators, but, you know, federal uh, senators and, and cooking at the Capitol and for um, conventions and all sorts of events. And he's made a liver healthy menu. For those of us who have struggled to figure out what is a Nash healthy diet, he's going to have some very hands-on <laughs> instructions for us. And he's teased me with some potential special guests I'm not even allowed to mention. It should be a really dynamic day. We're starting at midnight in Europe. So we'll have encore versions of some of the panels and events and the presentations so people in various time zones can connect with it. The GLI team now is in Washington, D.C. area, Rome, and in the U.K. It was really important for us that we not think of this as an American event, although we're very proud of our U.S. Next Action Plan and the events that we're doing in the United States, but that this is really a global event. And so starting the day in Central Europe time is just one indication of how international this event is. I don't know if I check my emails, my team might have done something else because they keep inventing things. Oh, one last thing. Our National Around the World video. Since we know, recognize that people couldn't do sort of live events for the most part, like for the first IND, we've asked everybody to give us a sample of what NASH looks like in their country, in their community, in their practice. And so many people have responded to that. So I look forward to giving the world a glimpse into what NASH around the world looks like. Louis, since you know a little bit about what NASH looks like 12 or 13 hours away from Donna and me, at least, when you hear NASH around the world, what do you think of? I just love watching Donna's excitement there. I know people listening can't see that, but I think you can get a sense from your voice how exciting it is. And I think that to me is the sort of power that getting something up and running like this and as well as it's done achieves. But I think NASH around the world to me looks like nothing's set. Everybody's a different phenotype. Everybody's different. If you look at, I've got a passion for trying to target Aboriginal health at some stage and due to the pandemic and me working at the XL, I haven't been able to bring Australia online this year, but I am hoping that we will get there. But with obesity in high-risk populations, South Pacific Islanders throughout, obviously recently highlighted in one of the studies we discussed. NASH 
looks like everybody and everybody looks like Nash. But if we're not looking for it, which is why it's really exciting to have the WHO really on board, because, of course, it's behind a lot of the major NCDs that they target that are stalling. Nash looks like everybody and everybody looks like Nash would be my answer to that. Donna, if there was one panel that you wanted our listeners who are industry people to catch, which one would it be and why? I believe that there is something of value in all eight panels. Nash is a global public health challenge is unique because of the participation of WHO for the first time, which distinguishes it. Ray Chung, the president of ASLD, a board member of Apostle, a board member of Easel all together. And that has never happened before. So that's really a unique event and panel. I'll also say that this morning, as of, you know, when we're recording this podcast, we just pre-recorded the Beyond the Biopsy Innovations in Diagnostics panel. And a good time was had by all, I'll just say, with Dr. Thomas Berg, Lad Rod, with Quentin Anstey, and it was lightly moderated because they had a lot to discuss between themselves. I would say those two, and Silvia Yunasi also you know, set the tone for me on the Global Public Health Channel one. And so I think to give context for people new to this or wanting to wrap the entire and sort of touch on all the issues, that one perhaps, but national liver cancer is really profound because you recognize that treating NASH, like vaccinating for hepatitis curing hepatitis C is a cancer prevention strategy. And if anybody thinks that we shouldn't be addressing NASH early or there's a lack of urgency around treating NASH, they need to listen to that NASH and liver cancer conversation because who wants to be responsible for letting people progress to developing cancer unnecessarily? So that's really important. NASH and obesity, NASH and diabetes, we've talked so much on this podcast about the return on investment of looking at patients with type 2 diabetes and, and, and obesity in particular for fatty liver disease and NAFLD. And the statistics on increase in diabetes over the course of the pandemic were astounding as presented on that panel. And of course, the flip side of that is NASH and lean individuals. So what is our understanding of that? Is it the same disease? Is it a different disease? That's a fascinating conversation. And then we had this unique opportunity with the Association of Black Gastroenterologists and Hepatologists to do a panel focused on issues of health equity. And so I handed the mic over to Dr. Carr, the University of Pennsylvania, who's on the board of the Association of Black Gastroenterologists and Hepatologists. And I'm really so excited that we could add that panel this year. You spent enough time with me and, and Team GLI to know my answer to everything is all and now. So all, you watch, watch all panels at least once and register now. And that's my answer to which panel is most important, all of them. Just personally, I am registered already. And, and one of the nice things about something I never knew until I started this podcast is if you do it long enough, somebody decides you're a journalist and then they send you everything in advance. So you get to listen <laughs> on your own time instead of with everybody else, which is a good thing. Louise, you have a question. I've got a bunch, but um... I think it's very exciting to get the black community involved. And I think we've talked a little bit recently about how badly affected Hispanics are in the data. Did you consider putting a Hispanic angle on that or in as a, a select population? Because of course, that's bigger in the U.S. than it is specifically here. Absolutely. And we're so excited that we have membership from Hispanic medical associations and organizations within our NASH Council. And we have been working with the Mexican liver 
group as well to infuse some of our publications. And it's one of the reasons why Spanish was the first, if no other language, we knew we needed to have it um, translated into Spanish and all of our materials were translated first into Spanish. Also, as part of this, we've been able to give community grants and you know many of them are for groups or outreach to Hispanic communities. So it is definitely something that been particularly in the in the national obesity and some of the other and national obesity panels, we do dig into that particular propensity. So one of the things I was delighted to hear you say, although I knew this before the podcast, was that the fifth language you mentioned was Hindi, in part because that's reflective of what the world's population speaks, in part because the Indian government is taking a pretty aggressive stand on Nashville relative to the rest of the world, and in part because, as uh, Samir Gowry pointed out on this podcast last week or two weeks ago, I forget which, PMPLA3 is a marker. And he then systematically said, if you think about the populations of the heavy PMPLA3, Hispanics, Aboriginals, AAPIs, and South Asians. I'm almost visualizing the need for a PMPLA3, not caucus, if you will, but event. Is that a different way of thinking about this? Or are you doing anything around the genetics this year? I love that. It has been mentioned on several panels. As a former board member of the Personalized Medicine Coalition, I would love nothing better than to do that. And it's also why the other night I spent time on the Harvard Asian Alumni Alliance call about COVID in India. And then we ended up talking about COVID throughout Asia. And I wanted to listen. I wanted to listen to people directly affected, people directly working on the ground, my classmates throughout the Asian and API diaspora to understand what they would want people to do about it rather than parachuting in. So I think that with the connections that we continue to make each year through International Nash Day, then the challenges and, and why we always talk about scaling to meet the need is then being able to follow up the other 364 days of the year to really see how we can pull through and how we can work directly in country to improve health and to drive solutions. And so certainly with India, we are in active planning on, on partnering with organizational infrastructure on the ground in India to be able to help these dual challenges of COVID and NASH and other liver diseases. So we look forward to that. We hope you've enjoyed this recording. If you have any questions or comments about the content of this conversation or the entire episode, please send an email to questions at surfingnash.com. This week, we have launched a second episode looking at the implications of NGM Biopharmaceuticals discontinuing development of all the firmin in F2, F3 NASH. We will be back again on Wednesday, June 2nd to begin our preview of EASL's major 2021 meeting, the Digital International Liver Congress. I hope you'll join us then. Until then, stay safe, surf on, see you on the podcast. Bye-bye now.